Welcome to the Being a Ninja podcast, where we share secrets on health, wealth, and being kick-ass. I'm Joe Shung, aka Joe Fight, founder and CEO of Fight Fitness, where we help people burn fat, tone up, and learn to kick butt in life. Today's episode is our weekly Q&A. I get to welcome our brand new challengers to the challenge, to the ninja family. Also, I answer questions like, what are the best foods to burn fat? Also, what to do when you're feeling extra hungry? And lastly, we, I get to talk about what happens if you're constipated? I know it's something that ha- it, not everyone experiences, but it happens. Enjoy. All right, guys. Today's video is live from my backyard because I figured today was such a beautiful day. If, uh, if you didn't have a chance to get out, um, super warm. It's finally starting to feel like summer. So get outside. Um, happy Sunday. Wanted to give a couple of big shout outs to some of our newest challengers that's jumped on board this week. We have Jenna, Benita, uh, Simone, Adina. Welcome, Chelsea, Deborah. Deborah's all the way from Seattle, Washington. She's joining our challenge um, online. Uh, Niha, Sylvia, we got Nitu, Elisa, and Pamela. Great to have you guys back into the mix with our challenges. I just want to give a big shout out to his taking the first step is one of the hardest things to do when it comes to your fitness and health. So great job and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Ninja family. I wanted some news, some updates on you. Um, I know there has been some list of some businesses that uh, for essential services that are going back. We are looking for a start date of June the 1st. We're just going to wait a couple more weeks before we reopen just to make sure everything's safe. We're going to take our time making sure we sanitize the gym and come up with procedures to make sure that things are done correctly so we don't have any spikes in any cases. So that's the update there. Um, by the way, I've been really enjoying this coffee mixed with our Fight Fit peanut butter and chocolate uh, protein powder. It tastes like a, I think it tastes like some type of latte. It's amazing. So it's just coffee and peanut butter, grass-fed whey protein. So not only do you get a kick of caffeine, you get 24 grams of protein. Haha. <laughs> Sponsored. This this episode is sponsored by Fight Fit Protein. But I just wanted to give it a shout out because I'm in love with these things. They they're keeping me keep my energy up. Plus, I hit my protein targets for the day. All right. Tomorrow, oh, real quick. Tomorrow, also, if you are finishing some of the some of you may be finishing your challenges. Tomorrow is the last day to do your weigh-in. So please get your stats in and also post your before and after pictures. I'm already seeing some amazing results from some of the people that have just been doing this and following along and staying accountable for the entire six weeks. I will post the weekly update link after this live call so you guys have access to that. Um, other thing on the weekly update, you're gonna have an opportunity to ask your burning questions. I got two amazing guests this week on the show to answer some of your questions. Uh, we got Derek Samuels. He is actually the owner of Quick Train. Uh, it's a local 
fitness company, but he also has a couple Popeye supplements stores. So a wealth of knowledge. So if you have your questions, put it in the, in the, in the weekly update so I we can answer it on the live show. Also, we have Evans Armand Trading. He's actually from Delaware, down in the US. He owns a company called CNU Fit, and I've been connected with him for years. So another fitness professional with tons of knowledge to help you answer any questions that you may have. So I think Pia. Nice. Give it a try. It tastes amazing. So I'm gonna get right to it. So I'm gonna get right to our questions for this week i'm gonna have to cut this show a little short uh short because we have a couple uh, i got a couple of appointments i gotta get to so question number one is how can you get the right information when i had put down zero for fat because i don't have anything to show for my fat oh i think this question is about determining your body fat percentage Really just leave it blank. You can use just your regular weight to keep track and also measuring your waist and hip measurements. Uh, if I highly suggest getting a body fat scale just because it's a great tool to use to track your progress as well and have a different measurable. But weight's gonna be more important. Weight's gonna be number one and waist and hip measurements gonna be two and then three progress photos. So body fats is a bonus. So if you don't have a body fat scale, you can grab it from Amazon They're like 25 bucks, super cheap. Next question. Why am I so hungry? Can I eat more food? Short answer is no, we're at a calorie deficit. That's why that's how weight loss. Uh, that's how we're going to lose weight. We need to maintain that deficit uh, week over week in order for us to see those losses. Why are you so hungry? Now, the brain senses satiety two ways. Number one, stretch receptors in the stomach and also hormone levels uh, that tell your brain based on like fat and everything. It sends your brain your full. So what you should be getting in and why you shouldn't be feeling hunger is because you're getting more nutrient dense foods, which in turn tell your brain that you're getting tons of nutrients, which should shut off the hunger um, pangs that come to your body. Number two, if you are feeling full, and most people overeat because they're used to those stretch receptors in the stomach. You know, when you eat so much and you got to unbutton the buckle on your pants, you're like, oh, now I'm full. That's what we want to avoid. We don't want us to feel sat satiated that way with our stretch receptors. We want to have make sure we get nutrient-dense food. So making sure you're hitting your macronutrients, protein targets, very important. So I would first look at, am I hitting my protein targets? Am I getting protein with every single meal and also in snacks? Right. That's the first thing I would look at. Two, water. That would be the second thing I'd look at, making sure I'm getting enough water intake. And then I could see where I'm filling it in with carbs, um, veggies. Those are the types of things I would start looking at to get more satiated. Um, so that's steps. Step one, protein. Step two, uh, water. And step three, getting in a bit more carbs from dark leafy green veggies. Next question. I started doing one protein shake as a mid-afternoon snack. I'm still having trouble increasing my protein levels to five full servings. I don't end up having a morning snack at all. However, I have made a huge adjustment in decreasing overall carbs and increasing protein in general. With this adjustment in my diet, my regular bowel movements have not been so regular and I'm feeling constipated. I'm worried it is because I've decreased the amount of fiber in my diet no cereal, uh, less bread. Okay, great. This is a great question. And we get this a lot, especially your bowel movements are going to decrease. You're eating less foods and you're not going to be as regular as you used to because you have less volume coming into your body. 
So we have to understand that first, that it's not going to be as regular. Our body's going to be adjusting to this decrease in calories in our body. So that's number one. Number two, I would make sure my water intake is way, way up there. That's the first thing I would look at. Am I, are you drinking half your weight in ounces in water every single day to keep flushing out your body to make sure? I'm just going to close this so you guys can see my face. Making sure that you have enough water flushing it out. Now, number three, dark leafy veggies, making sure we're getting enough fiber from greens. Every single meal should have some type of green, dark leafy and green is the key to increase that fiber. And then I would look into something like a metamucil to give you a little bit more fiber, fibrous to flush out your system. Um, that's what I would look at first. So number one, just understand you're eating less food. There's less volume coming in your body. So less volume is going to go out. Right. And then water, then making sure that you're getting enough veggies, dark leafy and green veggies, and then look into a, a, a serving of Metamucil to get that extra fiber. Hope that answers your question. How do I do it without depriving myself? And I think what you're trying to mean is how do I lose weight without depriving myself? This is why we do a challenge now. That's why there should be a start and an end date for this, because I don't want you to think about this as depriving yourself for your entire life. We are only doing this for a set amount of time, 21 days, six weeks, whatever it is, whatever the case, you do need to eat at a calorie deficit to lose weight. You need to cut out the things. And I, and I use this term a lot with everybody that does the program is you need to eliminate before you learn to moderate because you don't know what you can't survive with on without until you get it out of your body and out of your life and then you start reintroducing things right that's what it comes with food there's just too many people have too many psychological attachments to foods in which case we need to eliminate some of the issues like the high starch foods eating starch to every meal um, not getting enough protein we need to rebuild and rewire your brain for this so i don't want you to think of a deprivation I want you to think about this this is my time frame to do this, I'm going to eliminate all those stuff that were causing me issues for the time being to get to my goal, which is to get a flat stomach to look amazing for the summertime. Then we could start reintroducing them as treats. And we start eating like adults instead of going back and reverting back to, you know, just poor habits, poor eating habits. So I hope that answers your questions that we're going to have to deprive ourselves a little bit to achieve our goals. And in which case, once our goals are achieved, we start reintroducing them back. All right. How do I lose 50 pounds in one month? Here's an easy way. I, I can cut off a little arm or a leg. <laughs> but really, 50 pounds in one month is quite unrealistic. I think the highest weight loss we've ever seen in six weeks was probably around the 35-pound mark or the 37 pounds in six weeks, which is pretty fast. So... 50 pounds in one month is not very realistic. I think this was a joke question, but you're realistically, um, you should lose about two to four pounds a week. Realistically. Now, if you're trained and you've been doing this for a long time, it might be slower. Half a pound to one pound a week should be the trajectory where you see yourself losing the weight. So hope that answers your question. You can't lose 50 pounds in a month. This isn't the biggest loser. After my challenge, I've gained five pounds. How do I enjoy special events, vacations, birthdays, and anniversaries without gaining weight? Ah, uh, that's a great question. 
Now, the whole idea of the challenge and why we weigh in every single day is to understand what the stimulus food does to our body. What, you know, if we know we eat something with high sodium and we're drinking a lot of water, we know we're going to retain water and it's going to show up on the scale. And knowing that and going there with intention is going to help us enjoy these special events because we're going to see bumps. It's the, it's the times we're disappointed is when our expectations don't match what actually happens. But if you go into these special events expecting that, you know, I am going to see this and planning for it, you're going to be less disappointed. This goes for special events, birthdays, giving yourself that opportunity to cheat is going to make you feel less disappointed. And knowing that you're going to get and have a plan after is what how you're going to make this a long-term, um, keep the weight off long-term, like anniversaries, birthdays, vacations. Some people go into vacation. That's why they work out during vacations because they want to offset the extra food that they're taking in. And extra activity gonna, is going to offset the extra food. So those are the things you got to think about. Just make sure your expectations match what's going to happen so you're not disappointed and upset with it. Right, five pounds isn't really that big. Um, you could lose it off quickly in two weeks after. Just know that I am going to gain it, but I'm going to spend two weeks to get it off. Expectations and alignment. Hope that answers the question. How am I going to lose the 10 to 20 as discussed without restricting calories? Can this be maintained long term? All right. Rule number one, we need to be at a calorie deficit in order to lose weight. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's two ways to go about this. Number one is to cut the intake of calories, or number two, increase the expenditure. And it's better to do a little bit of one and a little bit. It's better to do a little bit of decreasing intake and increasing expenditure by workouts, right? So you're not at too much of um, focused on one area. So you don't want to cut calories too much and bounce back when this is all over because you're going to gorge and eat you want to cut calories to a, a decent amount that we're seeing weight loss and also increase energy expenditure and putting on muscle because now muscle on in the long term burns calories and that's how you keep the weight off that makes sense so as we age our metabolism slowly decreases in which case we need to Make sure it stays increased by adding more muscle onto your body to maintain those long-term effects. I don't, know, I don't know if that's the answer you wanted. How can you do it without restricting calories? We need to restrict calories. <laughs> Decrease calories, increase expenditure. Math. What food are best? What food are best? What foods are best for burning fat? Ah, great question. Now, I'm going to say there's any particular food. It's an accumulation of food. So like I said earlier, and I, was, I think this is the theme of today's meeting, is that we need, to, we need to go day to day at a calorie deficit. So the best foods are the ones that create have the lowest calories, that create a calorie deficit. Now, there are certain foods that help us burn more calories, like protein. Protein actually takes, when we eat protein, and we drink it, by the way, when we ingest protein, it takes our body more energy to break it down and break, put it back into our body. That's why we don't crave a piece of chicken when we're hungry. We crave a carb, a starch. 
The reason why we crave a starch is because when we eat that, that thing breaks down really quickly in our body so it can be utilized for energy quickly. That doesn't take much effort from our body, in which case it doesn't take much energy and calories to digest because the whole digestion process actually burns calories. So the goal is you want to pick foods that are harder to digest and make our bodies work harder. Proteins and leafy veggies with fiber, both and, and, and some people throw the term around that some types of some veggies are negative calories where it actually takes more calories to break down. Um, things like celery that have a thick um, wall that have to take a lot of work for our stomach to break down. Uh, I don't know if it's an actual term, maybe it's a myth, but you want foods that take more calories to break down and eat less foods that are faster to break down. Now the secret is combining it together. So if you're eating a starch, that's why carbs are okay you eat it with a protein because then that together going into the stomach, it's going to take some time for it to all break down and get processed in our system to be used as energy or stored as fat or whatever. So best foods to have the best foods for burning calories are going to be things with that, that take a lot more effort for our body to um, break down. Now here's a bonus tip. I just thought about this one, uh, hot sauces. There's been research that shows that hot sauces increases your metabolic rate because you start sweating a little bit. So it actually helps you burn more calories. So there, if you put hot sauce on stuff, you may burn more calories. All right. When do we start? Now, there's that quote. It says, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. So get started now. <laughs> I am in awe of people who maintain the weight loss. What is the trick to achieve such discipline in life? Ooh, I love this one. I made a post about this, about the difference between discipline and the myth of discipline. And it's not really discipline that actually gets people to maintain results. It's the strongest emotion in the world that does it. And the strongest emotion in the world is love. You must love a flat stomach or fitting into a bikini or fitting back into the jeans that you haven't worn in 10 years more than you love cake or drinking with your friends. Right? You must love you know, look, waking up and not having a big stomach and, and looking in the mirror more than you know, eating those extra, extra bit of dessert. It's all about love. And you must, you must remember that what your end goal is that is how you live a disciplined life by remembering why you started you know you always hear it why have you started why you started but just think about it before you reach for something that you know is bad for you be like listen do i want to eat this more than i want to feel good about myself ask yourself that question before that's how you achieve a disciplined life also there's a whole bunch of structure and um, routines that you can create as well through our perfect day challenge to help live the discipline life. Because structure, I told my team, structure creates freedom. Next question. Is 21 days actually possible at with at, at home without equipment? Great question. You're going to see amazing results with our workouts that are just body weight. You could do a lot of things. Now, having equipment is a luxury because it affords to give us different variety and changes it up. But the stimulus is still the same. We want to force our body to do things that we're not used to at a different range of motion, at different tempos, 
different extra different types of exercise lots can be done with body weight and the secret to all this is going to be a combination and i've said this before it's a combination of fitness also nutrition and also staying accountable to your goals so the three pillars of our fitness program so it can be done all right so those are my questions that wraps up this week's q a session um, remember to submit your weekly check-ins for any more of the burning questions that we have again we have two special guests that I'm bringing on this week to help answer your questions on health, wealth, and being kick-ass. See you later, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Being a Ninja show. If you enjoyed that, please share it, comment, It'd be much appreciated. Signing off. Sayonara.